Observatory Master Clock. At the tone, Eastern Daylight Time, 19 hours, 19 minutes, 15 seconds. Universal Time, 23 hours, 19 minutes, 20 seconds. U.S. Naval Observatory Vegas Radio. This is the Doctor Who Project. Stand by. It is May 3rd, 2022, and this is the Doctor Whoever Project. We're going to have my sister on. She's going to tell us what she thinks about these new abortion laws going on all across the country. Grab your emotional support animal and get ready for a dose of reality. You're stuck on KBUT, the bus. This is Doctor Whoever. Hey, Doctor Whoever. Let's get this show on the road. Boom. Ten. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Three. Two. Well, hello, Mr. Jesse. What is up, Dr. Robert? How are you today? Good, good. I'm doing well. I had a minor emergency earlier. Um, forgot that both these computers need to be on the same Wi-Fi here. I think we start every show with a minor emergency. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I forgot there's two different Wi-Fis and the computers cannot communicate with each other if they're on different Wi-Fis, which does make sense now that I uh, think about it, but after I... Restarted his computer two or three times, closed out everything, changed some stuff, and then had to remember how I had it originally had it set. We're good now. We're good. We're good. I had to remember though. Well, how are you today? It's been a busy day for me. Has it been a busy day for you? It, it has been. It has been a lot going on. Ugh. You're um you're going. You were going down to a uh, abortion rally maybe later today, and there's protests going on around the country where I used to live in Washington D.C. Um, I don't know. People are people are very unhappy down there right now. It looks like the um, it looks a little bit like it did when um, don't ask dot don't ask don't tell was repealed, but um, kind of a uh, you know the other side of that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Well, what else has been going on today? What do we have? What has been going on? What are the top stories other than abortion today? Um, I know that leak came out, but. Or is that now clarified? I've been gone all day. Like, is this official? Is this, is that real? Was that a real thing? 
Yeah, it's it's a real document. So that's the real so, decision. I mean, just, I mean is this gotta, it? Like, you know. First off, you got to give a little background. Yeah, let's give a little background. Let's uh, here, let's uh, let's take a little break and we'll pause and we'll come back and we'll talk about all the weird stuff that's gone down between last night and this morning regarding abortion. And I believe a uh, law just went into place like 15 minutes ago in Oklahoma. Uh, we'll be right back. Let us catch our breath and we'll tell you all about that. Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. All right, so let's get into it officially. Last night, around 11 o'clock our time, we turned on the TV to see uh, a leaked document and an article saying that abortion was basically going to be, the abortion Roe Roe versus Wade, right? Was going to be overturned. Okay, so let's, let's be clear what this was. All right, so... It was a Supreme Court draft opinion. Draft opinion. Um, okay. So after every decision is, is made at the Supreme Court, there is usually a dissenting opinion uh, that comes from the majority opinion, whether it's you know the conservative side or liberal side, or it's the majority of the court which makes a decision. So Politico got this. And Politico draft. is like Politico uh... is a news organization that is on the cutting edge of like information with politics. Um, in D.C. So political somehow got a leaked document of the draft opinion that was stating um, that Roe v. Wade was going to be overturned. Mm. Um, and this this would, you know, change a precedent that's been around in the country for, you know, decades, 50 years. And it's just something that's completely, you know, obviously contested on the Republican side and Democrat side. It's something that Democrats wholeheartedly support a woman's right to choose. Mm-hmm, and this mm-hmm. is something that Republicans actively, before we even got this opinion, have actively been trying to uh, suppress a little bit or change the change the wording on uh, Roe v. Wade by challenging it at a state level. Okay. So... Go ahead. Th- we'll, uh, we'll let Ashley answer, and you can finish it with her on the line. How about that? Yeah, that sounds good. Hello, Miss Ashley. Jesse was... Uh, <laughs> Jesse was just explaining a little bit about Roe v. Wade and how the laws from last night mm-hmm. uh, are being developed and going into place. We're going to let him finish that. Um, I'll let you listen in. I'm going to turn mm-hmm. on the music, and then we want to hear your opinion. But just try to mute yourself when you're not talking so we won't have any weird background noise, okay? Yeah, so okay. welcome to to the to Dr. Weber Project, Ashley. Um, but yeah, like I was just saying that uh, this leaked document that it was the public opinion uh, from the Supreme Court was literally overturning a 50-year precedent uh, that's established that women have the rights over their bodies to have an abortion, whether or not they choose to um, or not. It's always been something that, you know, through these last two decades has been, you know, a woman's right to choose mm-hmm. what she does with her body. And majority of America, you know, continues to believe that a woman has a right to what she does with her body. So what this precedent would do would take those rights away from women and now put it in the hands of the government and make it illegal to have a safe, let's be clear, have a safe abortion. Abortions can still be had by a woman. You know, there's, there's back in the days they were having using um, hangers to have an abortion. Yeah, what's many the women, line they use? Like know, Many women were, were dying because of this, having unsafe abortions. So what's what the line is, they use? Like safe, <clears throat> rare, and something like that, like... You know, like you want the abortion to be safe, you want them to be rare, but you also want them to be like needed, like it was necessary, I guess, something like that. I mean, because but, but it doesn't matter now; it's also, all gone. We I also guess. have to to really put in perspective who this really affects when when you're asking a woman that she has to has to 
keep a pregnancy it that she only, may it, not want it, it that she does not for for a woman's choice that she may not want or does not want it puts such an unfair burden that only a woman has to deal with uh and this is usually something that historically white men have decided what a woman should do with her own body and i'm glad you know ashley's been able to jump on here because i think it's so imperative to mm-hmm. have a woman part of the conversation to talk about exactly what that kind of what those effects have and just having the knowledge and ability to make the your your health decisions Yourself. on your own well let's get ashley from north carolina's opinion okay we'll get ask ashley right now kind of piggybacking off of what Jesse said that it unfortunately is kind of an equality issue at this point because men aren't having to sacrifice losing their jobs due to staying home for child care being ostracized because they are pregnant they don't have to deal with the health complications that this comes with but it definitely takes two to you know tango but yet they're being the ones deciding what women have to do with their body and at some point it's not just oh, you don't want a baby, you use contraception. At some point, it's a safety issue. Like, you are you have to, these mother, people have preeclampsia. People ha, um, mothers die during childbirth. Things happen, not just, I don't want this baby. It's, it can be a health issue, and people aren't understanding that. And I, it just frustrates me to think that, and I think that it's ridiculous. Yeah, I, I kind of want to, I want to read a few statistics uh, for you, Ashley and Dr. Weber. So being a woman being forced to carry an unwanted pregnancy to term means that families are four times more likely to live below the poverty line. Parents are three times Mm -hmm. less likely to have full-time work. Parents are six times more likely to receive public assistance and abortion bans aren't pro-life. They're actually pro-poverty. Would you, would you agree with that, that, uh, those statistics? Yeah, I do. And I think that there's going to also be an issue when it comes to if there's not a way to terminate a pregnancy when these mothers are forced to have their baby. Okay, well, then they're going to be having, there's going to be an increase in food stamps. There's going to be an increase in, like you said, in poverty. And then you also have the other side looking at it. Well, that how many people, you know, like ostracize people for using those services and the services government provides, but yet you're forcing them to do something and then you're going to punish them for using the services allowed. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Uh, some elected officials have also wrote that, you know, forcing women to have a baby, uh, yet not providing them with paid maternity leave, uh, no universal mm-hmm. health care, uh, not subsidizing mm-hmm. child care to allow yes. a, a, a woman who is, you know, having the child on her own in many cases, not to have childcare. Yeah. So they're burdened with not being able to support themselves and their child and not actually mm-hmm. having a way to do that. And, and you know, a lot of the Republicans are very adamant about, you know, not relying on the government and not having food stamps and, yeah. you know, all these things that we're demanding as human rights, you know, like childcare, they don't want to pay for that, but they want to force women to have babies. Mm-hmm. And a lot of time doing this yeah. on their own. Yeah. I think I was listening to um or watching a video of actually Bernie Sanders and I think he was speaking to um some member of Parl I don't know, in Norway I believe it was honestly, I can't even mm-hmm. remember. But and they he was just asking her like, so when you have a woman in your um country that has a child, how long do they get for maternity leave? 
and they get a year of paid maternity leave. They have, they don't pay anything to go to college. They have free health care. And people act like it's such, uh, like in our like country, in our state, that it's so like crazy and baffling to them that they think that that's, that's not a human right. That you want to hear the clip from like, Bernie? That. Let's hear the clip from Bernie. Let's yeah. see what he's got to say. I think I found it. I will never pay more than three hundred. I will never pay more than three hundred fifty years for, for medical care or, care medicine. or medicines. Yes. All right, let me let me stop. Well, let me stop you there. Yeah. I want to make this point. Correct me if I'm wrong, but you are saying if God forbid somebody ends up in a hospital, they have cancer, they're in the hospital for weeks, they undergo major surgery, they need all kinds of sophisticated drugs. The maximum that person will pay in a given year is three hundred and fifty dollars. Is that correct? Is that what you're saying? That's correct. That's correct. That means that just being a Norwegian citizen, I am entitled mm-hmm. to health care. Is that, is that what we're talking about? Absolutely. Yes. You're entitled okay. to it. And everybody is covered. Everybody is covered. I love Bernie. How much does it cost me to go to college uh, in Norway? The college is free. Yeah. And graduate school is free as well? Yeah, yeah. Everything is free. Let's say I gotta go to get a job in McDonald's. You have McDonald's in Norway, right? Everybody has McDonald's. Uh, and a flipping hamburgers. How much do I make? Twenty dollars per hour. You've watched this video. You know all this. Where's the abortion part toward the end? I know. I just watched it. Twenty dollars per hour. Yeah. Oh, this is fascinating. And I will yeah. have health care as a result of the. Well, see, that's Healthcare the thing, system. I think, Ashley, and yes. you know, like yes, Jesse, I'm, I'm trying to help Jesse understand and some of his friends in like the politics community that like mm-hmm. people know some of this stuff, but they don't really know it. Like they think they know, but they don't know. And they want to blame socialism for a well, reason yeah. why we can't do and that. And you really do way. have to break this stuff down mm-hmm. into these bite-sized mm-hmm. things that people can easily mm-hmm. digest and understand. Like I try to tell yeah. Jesse sometimes, like, did dad or mom ever care about politics or anything other than what somebody at the church said about something not until we started caring about it yeah yeah so it's like that's well, what i'm that saying it's like this but, yeah. and, and and if it wasn't for us they still would not be very interested yeah. or anything I because educated so many people just don't care and i think it's we got to find ways to let people care and start well, fighting for the things that matter the four walls of their own like area that they live in mm-hmm. they it's impossible for you to create something in your mind that you have no idea about mm-hmm. you can't sit here and be educated about something if you don't reach out to look at what's going on in other countries what's going on in other states like and then you start to think like like i honestly didn't really know much about stuff either and then i went off to college and i was like wow like I'm here with a diverse group of people. Ashley thought I was going to hell because I was a gay, Jesse. She thought I was going to be living with (laughs) Satan and burning for eternity. Okay, okay. But yeah, and also in that video, he says that everyone has access to health care. And here in our state, at least, I know that you have to have a job to get health care. And then you still have to pay for that health care. And then you have to meet your deductible. And then, oh, no, you're not covered once your deductible is met. You still have to meet your out-of-pocket. And you're paying for a service that you have to, like, and you're out of, most people's deductibles are, like, $5,000. And until, unless you have a baby or have a major surgery, you're not going to meet that, and you're not covered. So you're paying for a service that you're not, honestly, getting that much benefit from. And there's people that have type 2 diabetes, type 1 diabetes, that can't even, like, live because they can't afford the insulin in our country. Mm-hmm. It's just ridiculous. Well, what do you and think I, about... Sorry, I, George, I, I have, uh, like, the million-dollar question that everybody kind of wants to know, especially, you know, every Republican, mm-hmm. every Democrat wants to know that 
if mm-hmm. you are not someone that would normally vote, does the changing of Roe v. Wade, you know, taking a woman's right to have an abortion and just have, you know, health control over her body, does that get you to the polls to support uh, a certain party this year? So, Ashley, would that drive you to the polls? Oh, sorry. I thought you. Um, well, I always vote, but I think it definitely would. Would it polarize? Here's do, something do think, that I. Do you think your friends or women yeah, your that, friends. that don't normally vote, is this something mm-hmm. that, you know, because this is the first time that, you know, you, our generation has not yeah. had the ability to control their own bodies. Now that that, that mm-hmm. may change with this new decision to overturn that, does that piss women off? enough to where they're going to vote that they, they when they well, normally wouldn't yeah yeah um i mean obviously i can't speak for all women but i mm-hmm. think in my circumstance it definitely would but um speaking as an opposite end i most of my friends do vote and the ones that don't i don't really honestly know i think that they're just lack of interest in politics in general what like i they, i they wouldn't it wouldn't really persuade i think they might get upset about it but i don't think it would be enough to get them to the polls but and i would I guess that, that there's a generation uh, underneath me for yes. sure like i'm a millennial i think that gen z like they're i mean yes i think sometimes they people can take things too far on oh, both sides mm-hmm. and extremes but i think that they're definitely going to be the ones that speak up and use their voices because they're not scared to and like i feel like we grew up like we have to adhere to our parents' ideals and beliefs. And it was really hard to, especially where we grew up, to make those, like, break free from what you've been told so long. And so most people where we live, it's not their own personal ideals. It's what their parents believe. If you look at them and look at their parents, it's identical, mostly exactly the same, Mm -hmm. because you're just going off of what you've been told. And, like, if you've been grown up told that's wrong, that's bad, well, then unless you have some experience that kind of changes that, then – that's what you're going to believe. And so I don't know, but I think that the generation underneath us and my generation too, as well, is kind of going to change that and break free from that because they're starting to see like, we don't care what these people say. We don't care if our parents thought that, or it's not, you know, it was always respect your elders, respect your elders. But now it's like, you know what, if that's your opinion, then I don't want to respect that because Mm -hmm. I personally think it's morally wrong. So I think for that generation, for sure, I think it's going to get a lot of people, younger people out um, voting. But do you think there's some of your friends that are like friends that you actually hang out with that like are like closeted, really, really like this, that you, that abortions are some of the super, I know you have some friends that (laughs) like the party and are getting out wasted and I've held their hair up while they're puking, but they're like the biggest Bible thumper Jesus freaks in the world. You know what I mean? So it's like, I feel like people like that are really secretly happy about this. Well, I mean, the thing is, um, that, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, you know, I, I was going to say, they're not going to tell you. It's, it's sometimes it's like there's I, I don't want to like categorize, you know, all religious people as, mm-hmm. as radicals, because there's plenty of religious people that believe in a woman's right to, to choose. But there is a certain mm-hmm. segment of women that will use religion to kind of kind of take their own rights away from themselves. Yeah. Well, I see that every day. I mean, I go to school with um, a bunch of different women. I work in a very small Christian place, and while I completely respect anything they believe in and their right to believe whatever they want to, that's completely fine. I also think that, yeah, I mean, I hear, like, all the time, like, girls at my in my class, in my school, I'm sure they're thrilled about it because they, you know, they see it as you're killing a human being, not you're protecting a mother, you're protecting the future. They just see it as right here and now. Okay, you made this decision to, quote unquote, 
terminate a pregnant, terminate a baby into a baby's life, when in reality, there's so much more that goes into it. And that's all they see. That's all people that I feel like against that see. They don't see all these other health effects, all these other future things. Okay, yeah, well, are you out here adopting babies and trying to help them Mm -hmm. when you're forcing these mothers to have babies? Are you, are these people marching at abortion clinics? How many kids have you adopted? How many kids have you put up for adoption? It's not just that you can just have a baby and let it go that easily. You have to think about the future. Are you going to financially be able to support it? Mm -hmm. Emotionally, your body changes. Like, it's a lot more than just, oh, I think I want to do And I'm sure most people that have gone through that process, it's not an easy thing to do. Like, it's not like you just make it. I don't understand why a baby who is technically not American citizen, you're not American citizen until you're born. I don't understand why a baby that is not an American citizen has more constitutional rights than the American mother that's carrying the child that is an American citizen. That's what doesn't make sense to me. Technically, you're still, the right of a human life is described, you know, somebody that can breathe on their own, I guess, if that's how you want to word it. But you're still connected to your mother. Without that mother, that baby has no chance of surviving in the mm-hmm. womb before you know before it comes out. Like you're tied to that. Your nutrients, what you feed them, what you do to your body is affecting that child. If something happens to the mother, then that can happen. Something can happen to the child too. So you're putting both lives at risk if things happen. You know, it's just it's a lot more to think about than just I'm going to end into pregnancy. Well, good job, Miss Ashley. Can could you hear the sound effects we were playing earlier? Could you hear them? Yeah. Okay, I you can. could you couldn't hear it earlier. I had your little intro, but I didn't have it selected right, so we'll do your exit for you. Oh. It's okay. time well, for Ask Ashley. <laughs> That's me. I love it. I love it. Great job, Miss Ashley. Thank you so much. It's always good to have you come on because we don't know about all this stuff, you know, as much as you do. You know, you got all the right parts and everything. We appreciate your perspective. (laughs) We haven't even seen those parts in years. I don't even know what it's like. I don't even know what it would look like down there. God, threatening. Oh, Lord. Well, it's not as great as you think. (laughs) I'm sure. Believe me, I'm good. I don't need to see any females anymore. What's that movie you saw? And it's like some guy's like, what is it? What do you got down there? Like a gnome or something? Maybe, yeah. Mm. Well, do you want to stay on for the right. next couple little stories we're going to do, and then we'll let you jump off, or you want to jump um, off now? I would. I'm going to go ahead and jump off. All right, jump off. Tomorrow, but Sounds nice good. I'll talk to you guys later. Okay. Talk to you later. All right, bye. You. bye. 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 Well, that was good. She, is, she, she was kind of spot on there. I liked her viewpoint, and she does. She probably does see it from lots of different view, view sides, because she has a lot of friends that are like Bible thumpers, and she's got a lot of friends that are like party animals. She's she's a very uh, eclectic group of friends, and they probably have a very, they probably all have very different viewpoints on it. Yeah, I mean, uh, let me let me. I think the it. biggest viewpoint is for most people is just individual choice. Um, but states like Oklahoma Governor Kevin S T I T T sit it. I don't know what this is. Well, they were ready, Jesse. They were ready when this um, to to go into effect because. Can they I, signed I, today, apparently, a law that makes it so they can go out and catch people having abortions, just like they're doing in Texas. Like the uh, the bill where civil civil people, like just you know, civil people, like normal citizens, can go out and be like, "Citizens arrest! You're gonna have an abortion." Yeah, let me give you some uh, some stats to so kind of people have an idea of like where people stand on you know pro life or pro choice. Mm-hmm. So here in in Nevada. Um, men are 62% pro-choice, and that's 38% pro-life. Uh, women are 69% uh, pro-choice, 31% pro-life. 
And here in Clark County, 68% of the overall population are pro-choice. So it gets a little, the numbers flip a, slightly a bit when you start talking about rural counties. So mm -hmm. in, in rural America, it's 53% are pro-life, 47% are pro-choice. These and, studies are always so far, they, they're also behind, you know. Yeah, this, like, study was this study took place last year. Um, yeah, I mean. And when, when you look at it uh, from a whole, you know, Democrat, Republican, 77% mm -hmm. of Democrats are pro-choice compared to 52% that are pro-choice. Hmm. Well, I, I mean, was, I think the numbers yeah. say people want weed and they want the right to have an abortion. I mean, overall, I think people just want the right to make their own decisions. I agree. Um, you know, we want government out of our lives, and that includes, you know, your pants. And I, I want government off my face with masks. I don't want to wear a seatbelt if I don't want to. Like, there's a lot of things I don't want to do and all that I think are kind of silly. Um, but this one is, I think, the silliest thing. It's like, these other things, There's, I feel like there's reasons. But, like, abortion is one of those things that, like, the person or people that did the act to make the child that are going to own the child because basically that's what we have here it's like your parents you have kid you that's your kid you own the kid basically it's like you should have there should be a time frame i make it up six weeks two weeks six months i don't know somebody smarter than me should they should get together figure out how long is appropriate for a woman or man because you can get pregnant now as a man apparently to uh how long they can go to term before you can say, okay, now you could get rid of the baby if you want to, or no, you waited too long, you can't. You have to have, you know, B, C, D option. A option, abortion, is gone. I just don't understand why we can't figure out a way to do that. Um, is it just because it's so tacky? I think I've asked this before. Is it just because it's so, like, just thinking about how the right time to terminate a child? Is that the, the problem? I mean, I don't think there's actually, you know, some magic number to where... You know, it's right or it's wrong. I think. Oh, what, I think a lot of people think. Well, well, no, no, I'm not saying. Well, I mean, this is for me. It, this is a woman's issue. But mm -hmm. my my thing is, this is a conversation that needs to be made with women and their mm -hmm. healthcare providers, their doctors, and that husband, partner, boyfriend, whoever, yeah, whoever was the other party in the making the baby. The other decision. This decision needs to take place in a medical facility mm -hmm. between your doctor and the person that is pregnant. Not Washington. This isn't. This isn't, you know, something that men need to be deciding, you know, in Washington, D.C. This is something that women need to decide on their own with their healthcare physician who knows their knows their health situation and what obstacles or challenges they may face and what they would like to do with their lives. I agree. Well, just to clarify, you're not going to not be able to get an abortion, but now the states are going to be able to decide what they want to do within their state. Some states will say, sure, abortion's great. Then other states are just going to say, no, abortion, you can't have it here. It's just going to be another separation of things that we have in our country um, that I mean, people have to figure out. So, I mean, there's there's always a method to, to have an abortion. What we're discussing is allowing women to have safe abortions. Access is what it is. Safe access to abortions that don't, you know affect their lives by making a decision to do to do have an abortion that harms them you know? mm -hmm. so this well is... let's let's talk about something a little bit happier how about that mr jesse 
Let's or do you want to keep going? We can keep no, going no, on this. No, no, let's move on. I was like, I, I don't know. I don't want to be... Because well, I feel like this is going to continue on to like... We'll, is, we'll, we'll save more of this to talk about. This is a very, very controversial... It's literally been 12 hours since this... It's not even official yet, you know? I mean, so we're all just speculating right now. I mean, because, you know, this decision has a broader reach than we actually think of. Oh, yeah. Because there's many cases that were decided based on, you know, the, the methods for deciding Roe v. Wade, and that includes interracial marriage um you know gay marriage um homosexuality Mm -hmm. i mean a lot of these um decisions were made based on the decisions of roe v wade so what the bigger concern is for for people uh, marginalized communities you know women is what what is next Mm -hmm. what what other freedoms are going to be stripped away from us you know, based on the decision that comes from Roe v. Wade. I think that's the scary thing to people, yeah. Like, this might not affect you, but what comes next could affect you. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like this does affect everybody. I mean, we 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 really have to be clear that, you know, 50 years ago, although, you know, it might not be your lifetime, it's not that long ago that, you know, it was illegal for a white person and a black person, a brown person, an Asian person to get married. Let's be clear. It was illegal. I bet it was illegal up until like the 90s in some states. And and it it was illegal, obviously, not that long ago for for LGBT people to get married. You know, those rights, I mean, seem natural now. And it only makes sense. And public opinion shows that it does make sense. And people agree with it. But these rights were only decided through the Supreme Court. And all of these decisions that are made in the Supreme Court can be overturned unless, you know, their state has... um, decided to you know vote again vote for this or put it in their state constitution yeah, i think that's so. the biggest thing from all this to show that don't think just because the constitution says something and the supreme court has said something they're not gonna take it just like they do the bible and interpret something else out of it to fit whatever narrative they so please at that given time yeah i mean um, that's what we do nowadays I mean, the reality is is that when you know donald trump was president he had the ability to name a large amount of Supreme Court justices that serve for a lifetime that have the ability to change our lives fundamentally. Mm -hmm. And we're seeing that right now, what, you know, what having Donald Trump as president, the lasting effects of that, what it's really doing right now in our everyday lives and what that means right now for women. I agree. Well, we got some good news. I know we had some weird news. I need some good news. Let's get some good news, Mr. Jesse. All right. there a little skippy little skippy there that's all right trevor reed released from russia and back in the usa i've always followed this story because i find him i think he's cute you know it's one of those it's like you know you think about yourself a little bit when you see somebody like that that's kind of your age and they're in a prison in a foreign country somewhere for some trumped up charge or whatever we don't even know that's the thing because there's no real insight but he is back yeah u.s marine trevor reed yeah I think I'm not quite sure if he was in the service serving when he was over there or if he was over there in some kind of like personal capacity. If I'm being completely honest, that's the only reason I didn't bring that up, um, because the reason he was arrested, they he they claim that he basically started like a fight with some Russian police officers. But that's never been corroborated. Um, I'm sure we'll hear tons of stories from this guy. Um, I'm guessing that 
He'll probably get a book deal. You know, he'll be on 60 Minutes. Anderson Cooper, you know, he'll make the rounds eventually once he gets better because he wants to fight for uh, Paul, I think, Whalen is the other um, person, and then Brittany Griner, I believe. Yeah, so, um, so some updated information on her is that the U.S. has just made her case. Um, she's being held un- unlawfully now. Mm. So this has changed dynamic. Seemed fishy, right? That did seem real fishy. Yeah, so the U.S. has just made the, mm. her case as being held unlawfully in Russia, and they're asking for her me- immediate release and and brought back to the U.S. Nice. Well, I do have a clip of one of my favorites, Jake Tapper, with Trevor Reed's family. So we're just going to watch a little bit of it because it's adorable, and I love Jake 2019 Tapper. 2019 is back on American soil. New photos show Trevor's reunion with his family. At a Texas Air Force base yesterday morning, Trevor's release comes after months of intense negotiations by Biden administration officials and amid growing concerns about his health as he remained in Russian captivity. They thought he had tuberculosis. And Trevor's parents, Joey and Paula, along with his sister, Taylor Reed, joining us now to tell us what it was like to greet Trevor for the first time after his release. Paula, I've never seen you smile before. It's so good to see you smiling. It was good to hear you laughing uh, before we started taping. Um... So he's recovering in a medical facility. You were able to meet with him for a few hours yesterday. Uh, uh, and, and you previously had expressed concerns about his likely exposure to uh, tuberculosis and lingering effects of COVID. I know you're very, very happy. How is he doing? Uh, he seems to be doing a little bit better every day. I think he's, uh, you know, settling in. And um, we had a great time visiting with him yesterday. And towards the end of the visit, he was more like himself, telling us stories, making us laugh. He's a, he's kind of a little bit of a cut up. And so it was great to see his old personality coming back. And, and Joey, I mean, it's been a long, long journey, but it's good to see a, a, a smile underneath that mustache. How does it feel to have him back home in the U.S.? Hard to describe, Jake. <laughs> it's wonderful. And Taylor, what's it like to have your brother back and to know that he's safe? It's, it's outstanding. It still feels a little surreal at the moment, but it's we, we couldn't be happier. So, Paula, the State Department obviously played a very important role in securing Trevor's release, and you just had a virtual meeting with Secretary of State Antony Blinken. What can you tell us about the meeting? Uh, well, when they say Biden's to, uh, not welcome, doing uh, something, we got some good pushback. Biden's getting people rescued from Russia. I think he's doing it. All right, so we are going to try to rush through the rest of the stories we have today because I want to get everything in as much as possible, but I did want to cover um, as much of the abortion breaking news as humanly possible. But let's just get on the move, Jesse. Let's get on the move and let's get into the new, new news. All right, how about that? All right, so this is the new, new news that you need to know right here on the Doctor Whoever Project. So we have had a celebrity death and a big celebrity death, I think, because this is a person that I know, my mom knows, um, the Judds, Ashley Dudd, Winona, and who's the other one? Oh, I'm trying to think. Why? Naomi 
Winona and Ashley, right? Yeah, there you go. I really get them confused sometimes because when you look at them from different years, you can't tell who's who. But um, she was supposed to be inducted. Um, Naomi Judd was supposed to be uh, inducted into the country or rock and roll something awards tonight. And she died yesterday, the day before. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. But And I think it was suicide because they say mental health. But, I mean, yeah, what else could have been, right? Yeah, and so word came out today from some close sources in the mm. family that, you know, so apparently that Naomi's been suffering and has been an advocate for depression mm-hmm. and anxiety. And the family announced, you know, the day before that she passed away from mental health. And it was confirmed today that she passed away from suicide. Mm. Well, you never know what people are struggling with, you know? No, it's true. I mean, you can put on a smile, strum your guitar. Everybody's got a bad day. Yeah, I, I saw footage that where it said that she, the only place she ever found peace and happiness in her life was on the stage. Aww. Well, another news: Delta Airlines—they're paying their flight attendants during boarding time. I only know this guy. Friends that like are in the airlines—they don't get paid until the door closes. Did you know this? Isn't that crazy? Think about how long, think about how many times you're waiting to board a plane and how slow these people are. They're just looking there thinking about how they're not getting paid for that. Mm-hmm. But Delta Airlines, boom, they're finally paying some people for those times. And that's what they should be doing. It's ridiculous. And then also, oh, here it comes. The first human case of highly contagious avian bird flu strain detected in the USA. So uh, we'll keep you updated on that as that comes Oh, a little bit more around, but uh, did you see anything about the Met Gala last time, Mr. Jesse? I saw some photos. It kind of got a little overshadowed with uh, I agree, right? With Roe v. Wade. And Ukraine and everything else. Well, let's talk about that a little bit. Okay. This is Hollywood, the most famous and most glamorous place in the world. It's a place of dreams, hopes, and riches, and its streets are filled with the studios, homes, and landmarks that are monuments to its greatness. Let's go Hollywood backstage and see this unique and... Well, you know I've got my nails done once, like with my sister, like she had a gift certificate and I went and got it done. Like, I have terrible nails. They're always so rough and jaggedy. But apparently this is like a famous thing, like or for famous people, they get their nails done. Like Bad Bunny, I know is one of your favorites. Um, he always has his nails done, I guess. And then at the Met Gala, um, they were showing all these dudes that had their nails done and stuff. And did you see the dress Kim Kardashian was wearing? Yeah, so she went for uh, a Marilyn Monroe type look. Apparently, this was the dress. Did you know this? Oh, no, I did not. So uh, Ripley's Believe It or Not gave her the dress to wear to the event, and she had to lose, like, I don't know, 18 pounds or something, supposedly, to be able to fit into it because it couldn't be altered because it is a historical historical gown or dress, I guess. Mm. Apparently, it was the dress that she sang Happy Birthday, Mr. President, to uh, Kennedy. Oh, so apparently this dress was worth $5 million. Oh, yeah. And it's, I almost think that's one of those things that's probably, like, irreplaceable. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, how do you replace the happy birthday dress from Marilyn Monroe? <laughs> I think it's interesting that, uh, like, the wardrobe that people I'm wear so during the historic lie. moments become, like, historic in themselves. So mm-hmm. like, it's interesting. I find it's true. it interesting. Well, these pants are about to come historic. We had a backpack that had the F word on it, but it wasn't, like, the full spelled out word. It was kind of like a... A take on it by a clothing company. But speaking of airlines, this woman was kicked off because she had the F word, bad girl, bad, bad, written on her pants. Um, it was kind of all over the pants, but I don't know. I feel like it's a freedom of speech thing. Um, but then someone pointed out that 
the airport itself is public, but the airlines are private companies. So it's like, yeah, you know, you're in a public space, but then as soon as you go into the plane, it's private company, and they can they made her take the pants off or whatever. So she claims, I don't know, that's just a weird one. Um, you are into sports in LA, right? Do you like the Dodgers? Yeah, You've got to learn to be so. able to put the ball in your hands. Your hands are what makes it possible. Your shoulder pads are hard to stiff. Your we had a goal are... and we had a dream. It's a pretty special feeling. It's a dream come true. And it is uh, a <laughs> that's, that's kind of Do you know who Trevor Bauer is? Uh, he's the pitcher. Oh, he's the pitcher. Well, apparently he's in trouble for smacking around some girls. Did you know this? No, no, I haven't really been following too much sports. Lately. I actually had no idea what he looked like until I pulled up this article because I hear it in the news sometimes, and it was these uh, accusations um, from different women, I guess. But he has been suspended for two seasons for domestic violence. I think these sports teams and leagues are not really taking any chances nowadays. I mean, it makes sense. You know, I mean, these players become you know the image of the brand, mm-hmm. like the Dodgers is a brand so they want to make sure they're that could taint it for for years i mean it it looks bad if your players Mm -hmm. that are you know have your logo on their jerseys or you know having domestic issue violence issues Mm. well another news planet fitness they are giving high school students free gym memberships for the summer and i've seen all these fatties walking around you need to go to the gym all of you all of you go to the gym Jesus fucking Christ. Harsh. Jeez, calm down. Look at our neighborhood. Nobody's ever in the park. Nobody's ever out walking or riding their bike. Like, nobody does anything but sit in their house and play on their iPad and watch. I guess nobody's watching Netflix either. I guess we're just all watching YouTube nowadays. Let them be. Let them live their lives, man. Jeez, calm uh, well, down. high schoolers also are going to enjoy this because one lucky high schooler today is going to win a trip to prom in the Wienermobile, Jesse. <laughs> Winning. <laughs> I would love that, right? You would, I'd pass. I would love it. That would be like the best thing ever. You like have pictures from your prom and you're in the Wienermobile. That's a good, that's really a good pub. It's a good advertisement. They're always doing some fun with the Wienermobile. <laughs> well, did you know that this is, speaking of suicide and mental health, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, Jesse. Yes! And it's sad. Yeah, I mean, after, you know, we lost the country legend, you know, I mean, it, this is something that I think is. You know, mental health has become more of a mainstream conversation now. Um, but for years, a lot of people have suffered in silence. So I'm glad that it's becoming more of a national issue. And we just need to make sure we provide people with more better mental health mm-hmm. uh, in this country. I was reading this uh, article the other day. And it said something about like 60% of men have two to three days a week where they just feel blah. And I feel like I say that all the time. I'm like, uh, I feel like me, it's my allergies and stuff, which I stopped using those drops and I just started using the Flonase and I actually feel better. Maybe I was like counteracting something, just using too many things. I don't know. <laughs> and um, Vice President Kamala Harris got that COVID, Jesse. <laughs> I know. You're like one of the most well-protected people on the planet. But, you know, it, it, at some point you just relax, right? Because... You're vaccinated, you're vaccinated, and you're vaccinated again. She's probably got, like, some kind of special top-secret vaccine that, like, we don't even know exists, Jesse. She's, she's vaccinated from everything they possibly have. All right, so uh, this next story comes out of L.A., and again, you being from L.A., I uh, do want to know what you think about this, so give me your opinion here on this story. Jesse, he'll never say his real name on air, but listen for that accent. He's our Ivy League-educated Latinx political expert and way overqualified for this podcast. 
Yes. Way overqualified. Well, Jesse, you're from LA. Do you know anything about the sheriff in LA that's been all of the news lately? No, I've been away for a while, so I'm not quite sure who he is. Can you pronounce his name? I'll tell you the story if you can pronounce his last name. It's like yep. Villa Nueva or something like that. Is it, that it's Villanueva. How say it? How say it again? Villanueva. 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 I can't say that. There's well, anyway, yep. he is accused of witnessing footage of a George Floyd-style knee-on-the-neck incident and not saying anything about it and basically covering it up. And a news reporter broke the story, and he's blasting her face all over the news saying they're going to bring her up on charges and stuff. I'm like, what happened to the freedom of the press? And um, I guess this guy used to be a Democrat, but he slowly got turned into more of a Trumper. Um, and when he walks out, he just kind of looks like a Trumper, you know? Like, he doesn't look like who you would think would be representing Los Angeles County, in my opinion. Um, you would think it might be someone of a little, someone with a little bit tanner of skin. Whatever. We'll keep it up on that. I think really he got embarrassed because that's just kind of now gone away. It's, he's probably just going to, if he's smart, he'll just let that go away. But um, you want to take the next story? Sure. So the FDA moves to ban sale of methanol cigarettes. And that's those are one of the few cigarettes you actually do smoke. I do enjoy right? a, men, a, men, uh, a menthol cigarette menthol every now cigarette, and then. Yes. Because yeah. it's like the, it breaks up all the mucus in your throat. It's kind of like, it's like a nice piece of gum. So why, why are they banning that? I guess they're worse for you and more addictive. And basically, they're trying to get rid of anything that people might enjoy. Any flavor that's good or delicious. No, you can't have it. No. No, not allowed. Um, I mean, whatever, I guess. Like, I'm not, I don't, I remember I told you, I was like, I, I might smoke one cigarette like a month if we're out somewhere. And that's like even rare. Um, I haven't smoked in forever. I don't really, we don't really go out to bars as much as we no, used to. No, not really. So it's like, I don't really even have the desire to have a little, you know me, I would, I would smoke like a quarter of the cigarette and I would get too dizzy and put it out. <laughs> all right, but another news, I know everybody's all worried about their privacy data. Well, you can go on Google now and you can remove your personal results. But you know what? I guarantee you they'll be able to pull up numbers. Nobody will actually do this. People just want to complain about their privacy. Nobody's actually going to take the time to go in and remove their data. They just want to be like, oh, Google's spying on me. <laughs> and Sanjay Gupta, he says that your kids are going to be getting vaccinated soon. So freaking hallelujah, right, Jesse? Not, not getting vaccinated. Can get vaccinated. Can get vaccinated. Well, I mean, yeah, getting yeah. can. like, they, it, Well, you getting know. sounds like they're going to be forced to. Well, then I guarantee you some of these schools will force kids, you know, to right. get vaccines. That's... Just like going to kindergarten. You're going to have your, your, your measles, mumps, and rubella or whatever that. I don't even know what rubella is, but I guess it's something we used to have to have a vaccine for. And one day, people aren't going to worry about COVID. It's going to be something we're vaccinated for. And we'll all remember the great COVID fight of 2021. And I think the fight will live on, I'm sure. <laughs> um, so uh, Twitter, I mean, Twitter just keeps making news, right? So, so... I'll let you take this one. Go ahead. Yeah, so it shows Roger Stone um, was barred again from Twitter hours after reappearing on the site following Elon Musk, you know, taking What are these people saying that's getting them so banned? My thing is that, so Elon Musk was pretty vocal about, you know, Twitter being an uncensored place for people mm-hmm. to be able to communicate. So I'm kind of curious to see what 
he was tweeting about to get him barred, even with Elon Musk as a new, you know, owner of Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I don't even care. I don't care about, I'm sure it was something stupid. Um, but all that does, I feel like, is, like, get it in the news more. Just, like, leave it out there. Let them tweet it. Like, I, I'm almost to the point where I think you should be able to do that. You should, like, why can't you just tweet whatever you want? Like, I don't know. Like, people are just such babies nowadays. That's part of the problem. Mm, well, speaking of COVID, let's move on a little bit more to COVID. This is something that I'm using right now, a nasal spray um, for allergies. A- apparently, they're going to turn COVID vaccines into a nasal spray. So you don't have to, like, get a shot. Is that going to be easier, you think? I, I'd rather get a shot. Yeah, I know. Like, is that easier? Like, maybe for children, maybe it could be easier. Like, you just kind of No, I just feel like the shot's kind of like a quick little prick. Yeah, and you're done, and then, right? like, you're done. The nasal spray is like, I feel like that's going to linger for a while, right? Mm-hmm. Just, like, sniffing that for, like, hours. I it just seems like. odd. And then, like, the drip that's going to come from Have that. you ever had, a sh- like, a shot through your nose? Like, a one of those things like that? No, I've, Me I've, either. You know, I've used, like, like nasonex. Yeah, but not like a But I mean, like, syringe. not for a, a shot. It's very odd. You want to take the next one? Sure. So Biden takes his first actions on clemency with three pardons and 75 uh, commutations. commutations. Yeah. So that is where he like um, kind of, what's the word? Not mitigates. Help me out. Adjust. Like adjust the sentence, right? Yeah. It's, and he was, so he, he was able to pardon a few people, um, which is by his executive power. He has the ability to do a lot of presidents do that. You know, Trump was synonymous with, with parting, you know, some of his friends. Um, so, yeah, but this is fairly traditional, not breaking news, but it is, you know, Biden, you know, his first, including his first years in office and, you know, making some choice decisions. That's the first ones he's made? I believe so, yeah. Wasn't, like, Kim Kardashian, like, coming over to, like, try to get um, I mean, that was due, due to Trump, Trump to, Donald Trump, to yeah. do Biden pardons or something like that? That's what I thought. I thought it was something like that. So a few of those uh, sentences Biden had shortened had already been on home, home confinement mm. and also would have received shorter sentences under the new drug laws. Interesting. Well, let's watch some of Biden being a silly goose because he was just a silly little goose, wasn't he, Mr. Jesse? <laughs> Silly Willie at the, really at the dinner. <laughs> Just gotta let it out. Just gotta let it out. All right, let's watch some of Biden's good jokes. Did you like any of these, or do you think it they were, like, stupid? It is my great honor like, to be speaking so tonight is, at the nation's most distinguished... This is the 2022 super- White House Correspondence Dinner, right? Yes, 2022 White House Correspondence Dinner okay. with host Trevor Noah, and then Biden went up and did a set. Um, they joked about how this is, what was six years since the president had attended or something like that? Yeah, so let's give a little background. So this event uh, usually took place every year. It's where we award and appreciate... Uh, our journalists in this country that the press all yeah, the press the press that, that that make the news that uncover you know lies and and really hold our elected officials and leaders and to a higher standard and so the correspondence dinner is usually a lighthearted dinner where it's almost like a comedy roast where the president goes up there has a few jokes prepared you know people make fun of him and he kind of make just into you know what's going wrong and what's going right in the country and Trevor Noah and Joe Biden, you know, did amazing. I thought they did a great job with uh, this correspondence center this year. Let's see what we got. I'm really excited to be here tonight with the only group of Americans with a lower approval rating than I have. 
It is my great honor to be speaking tonight at the nation's most distinguished super spreader event. That was funny. No, for real, people, what are we doing here? Let's be honest, what are we doing? Like, did none of you learn anything from the gridiron dinner? Nothing, huh? Like, do you read any of your own newspapers? I mean, I expect this from Sean Hannity, but the rest of you, what are you doing here? Everyone had to prove they were fully vaccinated and boosted. So if you're at home watching this, and you're wondering how to do that, just contact your favorite Fox News reporter. They're all here, vaccinated and boosted. Oh. I love that, right? That was great, right? I thought it was great. And then it went on, like, obviously they weren't all, like, smashes. A couple of them, they didn't really get, they were kind of some, ooh, like, oh, they were, like, some people thought some of them were just too, too much. Biden was being too hard on them, I think, sometimes. I thought it was hilarious. Well, someone else who's in, sorry, go ahead. I got got some uh, breaking news. Oh, breaking news. Oh, shit. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's, let's get it. Breaking news, Justin. Feel free to turn your head and cough. What do you got? So, the Las Vegas Raiders have officially signed as a free agent Colin Kaepernick to play for the Raiders this Oh, season. wow. That's interesting. That's huge news, everybody. If you, if you may not even know who Colin Kaepernick is, but you have heard the term take a knee. Yep. Um, Colin Kaepernick is someone that played for the San Francisco 49ers, who is synonymous for taking a knee in protest to Black Lives Matter and the police brutality taking place in our country. And Colin uh, you know, using his platform to call for justice in the black and brown community with uh, with police brutality. Uh, so this year, the, it just announced the Las Vegas Raiders have signed Colin Kaepernick. Well, good job, Las Vegas Raiders. They needed some good pub because, um, I don't know, I feel like they haven't had much good pub lately. And that, that stadium is beautiful. We, you got to get more people wanting to go there and get rid of all this bad bad things that have happened over this first year and kind of bring in some good positivity. Absolutely. Well, we'll see what happens with that. Someone else that needs some good positivity, one of my favorite people, Bill Murray. I finally found out what he did, Mr. Jesse. What he do? I don't want to know. Well, shame on him, Jesse. He made... Oh, no. You're not going to believe it. He made a joke. <laughs> oh, no. But he didn't say what the joke was. Um, but he basically came out and said, I uh, made a joke towards a member of the crew or the um, someone that was on the film that they didn't appreciate the joke as much as he thought it was funny and there was a difference in opinion and it was like schoolboy humor is kind of what he, like maybe he mooned her. Apparently he's known for mooning people on set. <laughs> Who knows? Um, but I think it was a pretty classy response. He's like, you know, I accept that other people have different views on things, but it was nothing illegal, nothing... I think everybody wants something like this. It's like, oh, he, he raped her. No. Mooning someone, I don't think he's even against the law. Like, showing someone your rear end, as my dad would say. Like, relax, I people. I mean, isn't that something that, like, kids do? Yeah. Like, it's kind of seen as one of those things where it's just kind of funny. Yeah. I mean, especially if you're Bill Murray, you're, you are a comedian. That's what he does. Yeah, and I mean, he's 70, 80 years old. I hate so, so this doesn't have to do with him inappropriately touching anybody or anything like that? He said nothing. I can find you the exact thing. He said nothing about um nothing because about to be touching. Honest with you, when I heard about it, I was like, oh, not Bill Murray. I know, right? It's like first Bill Cosby, now Bill Murray. 
Um, but if it's just mooning somebody, I, know, I mean, I don't know if that's not, what it was. You know, I mean, but... it's not appropriate. All right, here should... it is right here. Okay, let's see. I might have to turn it up. Here we go. Bill, I've known you for a long time. You've known Warren for a long time. This is the first time you're actually coming to the meeting right. this time around. And uh, those are the people at home didn't get to see the movie. You were in, you were in the movie. You guys did a skit at the end of the movie that I guess you filmed a couple of weeks here. Um, I want to get into all of your thoughts on the meeting today. Here, but before we do, I'd just like to jump in. You've been in the headlines recently because of a movie you've been working on, Being Mortal. Production was shut down, and this is the first time you're talking. I just wonder what happened. Well, um, there's a difference. of We had a difference of opinion. I had a difference of opinion with a woman I'm working with. Um, I did something I thought was funny, and it wasn't taken that way. Uh, um, the company, the movie studio, wanted to do the right thing, so they wanted to check it all out, investigate it, and, and so they stopped the production. But um, as of now, we're talking, and we're trying to make peace with each other. I think that's where the real issue is, is between our peace. Um, we're both professionals. We like each other's work. I, we like each other, I think. And um, if we can't really get along and trust each other, there's no point in going further working together or, or, or making a movie as well. Uh, it's uh, it's been an edu it's been quite an education for me. I've been nothing, been doing not much else but thinking about it for the last week or two, and um, I feel like if I don't uh, if I don't see that, you know, the, the world's different than it was when I was a little kid. You mm -hmm. know, what I always thought was funny as a little kid isn't necessarily the same as what's funny now. Things change and uh, the times change. So. Uh, it's important for me to figure it out. And I, I think the most important thing is that it's best for the other person. I thought about it and I figured if it's not best for the other person, it doesn't matter what, how, what happens for me. And that's, that gave me a great deal of comfort and relaxation because you, your brain doesn't operate well. It's so pretty good, right? I mean, like, pretty good explanation. I thought it was a good explanation. What do you think? Yeah. I, I mean, mean, he didn't say what it was, but he's not. He's saying, you know, hey, I understand. So they want to do you, an investigation. Did you hear that it was he mooned somebody. Where did you well, hear that? no. Somebody said that he's done that before. He's kind of like, that's a thing he does. Like he's kind of known to do that kind of crass sort of things. Um, but he's not obviously going to say. I'm sure he's got some kind of signed paperwork where he can't even say what it was, and it's under investigation. And they're going to decide if you know. Was it blown out of proportion? What, you know, what? But like he's saying, he's working with the individual who was offended, hoping to try to make good that, hey, you know, I made a joke. I understand you might have been offended, but let's let's continue to to work together here so I can understand more about you and you can understand more about me. And we can realize that neither one of us is trying to offend the other. We're just trying to, you know, live and both enjoy life together. I but interesting that he kind of decided to have this conversation during the annual shareholders at the stock at Brookshire Hathaway. I thought the same thing as like, is it like the stock market? That was odd too. It's like he just showed up and this question just popped out of nowhere. Like it was a surprise. No, it sounded like she, they, this was agreed to. And when they, before he sat it's just down, just like an odd spot though, right? Sorry. My alarm is going up. Oh, I have to be somewhere at seven fifteen, but it's okay. Well, someone else that had a surprise, Jesse, um, I know you like that dude from Ted Lasso, right? Don't you like Ted Lasso? Yeah. So apparently Tad, Ted Lasso and his girlfriend are getting a divorce. or his, No, I guess it's his wife because of divorce. Um, Olivia Wilde, have no idea who that is. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't pick her out of a lineup. 
Um, but I guess that he had the divorce papers sent to her while she was on stage. Film industry insiders when someone interrupted her to deliver a mysterious manila envelope. After some initial confusion, she went ahead with her presentation while the audience speculated over what could be inside. The envelope, marked personal and confidential, actually contained legal documents from her ex, Ted Lasso star Jason Sudeikis. The Ted Lasso welcome wagon has arrived. Yeah. Yeah. So Sources annoying. close to Jason Sudeikis tell NBC News that the documents were drawn up to establish jurisdiction related to the children of Ms. Wilde and Mr. Sudeikis. Wild and Sudeikis broke off. So you, so, so you're you're up doing basically a TED talk, and someone comes up and is like, "You've been served." So apparently, that it's kind of embarrassing. Uh, she's rumored to have a boyfriend named Harry Styles. Oh, really? So he's like mad or something, maybe. Well, I mean, she's dating Terry Styles. That's what it's saying here. I'm surprised Harry Styles is dating a woman altogether, but, you know, whatever. Go for it. Be you, you pearl-wearing well, dude. I'm not sure if this is accurate information, but uh, it's in entertainment news. Well, um, I know we talked to my sister Ashley earlier, right? Mm-hmm. And you know where this clip came from, right? This clip? It's time for yeah. Ask Ashley. Amanda Bynes, you know, and um, what, was the, what was the show? That's me. Hi, oh, I'm Ashley, it? and I'm here to answer Was it Ask Ashley? Letters. Oh, all that, right? Remember all that? So, um, apparently Amanda Bynes, though, from all that and Ask Ashley, she's lost it. She has lost it. Let me play this clip from TMZ. Um, is, do you have your monitor on over there? I do, yeah. Okay, look at her cheek, Jesse. Just look at her cheek. I'm afraid of what he'll do. That's Amanda Bynes, fearing for her safety after Bynes. kicking her fiancé That's a tattoo. House, which resulted okay. in him calling the cops on her. That is a she tattoo on, on her inch. face, Jesse. Let's go back so you can see this. A real tattoo. Yeah, I saw it. Look at that. His behavior is alarming, and I'm afraid of what he'll do. That's Amanda Bynes, fearing for her safety after kicking her fiancé out of the house, which resulted in him calling the cops on her. I always liked her so much. She uh, made an Instagram video claiming that her fiance, Paul Michael, he stopped taking his medications. He was watching what she described as mom and son porn, which she okay. then clarified was MILF. But then she- Well, that's weird. Well, so she's apparently lost it and she's gonna be the next one to um, like be released from her conservatorship, I guess, cause I guess her mom is like, all right, hey, I'm not gonna deal with this. I'm just going to release you. She doesn't want to be the next Britney Spears mom or dad and mm-hmm. just uh, hated globally across the country. Um, but speaking about something hated, maybe not globally, but just between me and you, that Batman movie, I guess you're going to make a sequel. Oh, God. It was awful, right? I couldn't it even finish so it. I wanted to like it. I wanted to like it, too. I, I couldn't even finish it. I, I went to It's free on HBO Max, and I still would rather go watch that pottery show on Netflix that I'm watching. <laughs> Oh, God. And Travis Scott, he is back with concerts. The first concert back after the Astro World tragedy, fiasco, whatever you want to call it. We'll see what goes on with that. I mean, you would think that after something that catastrophic, you would have the best people, the best planning, right? Yeah, absolutely. You would hope. You would hope. All right, let's get into some science news, Mr. Jesse. science From my heart and from my hand, why don't people understand my intention?
podcast. Well, Dr. Fauci is back, and he's saying it's no longer a full-blown pandemic. So just, you know, just act normal, even though he didn't show up at that correspondence dinner. He ain't no fool. <laughs> he's saying, just go live your life. I'm done with you people. Yeah, I am done. Your life. When the next and catastrophe comes out, don't you be asking me for no help. Uh-uh. Fauci's going to retire. Dr. Fauci's going to be done. You, we'll have to bring in that crazy lady with the scar. She'll tell she'll, she'll everybody. We're all dead. And in sad news, a... Oklahoma group of meteorology students all died chasing these tornadoes that just happened recently, Jesse. I saw that. It was so So sad. It was a group of three friends that were studying at Oklahoma University. And they were, there was a storm going on and they were all in the car together. They had all their instruments. And apparently they were able to document the tornado. And as they were leaving safely, uh, they hydroplaned and went directly into a semi-truck and, mm. and crashed and instantly died. Because mm. you know you're just all crazy and like your your emotions are running when something like that's happened probably and you're, you're, not thinking as, you're not thinking as good as you probably should. Your instincts are not on point. Mm, that's sad. And, and so the National Weather Service uh, released a bal- weather balloon in honor of all three of those Uh-oh. students that were killed. Well, that's kind of cool. Uh, you know, living out their dream. Yeah. I mean, they were literally doing what they wanted to do in life. Uh, as a career and something they loved. And unfortunately, you know, when you take those risks, um, sometimes you, you're you faced with those repercussions. But, I mean, <coughs> they live their life genuinely. And, you know, we need those people that are constantly willing to put them li- their lives at risk to study these, you know, these weather, uh, predict- these weather challenges and weather mm-hmm. circumstances that we're faced with um, to, to get more information to give us better warning. Um, so, you know, they were doing the good work and unfortunately they, you know, they passed away. Especially to be so young and <clears throat> I had a little cough over here. Oh, to be, are you uh, sure he's crying? No, no, I was like, I had a sneeze and then I like, <clears throat> I sneezed and then I like tried to hold in the sneeze and I looked back and I didn't have any water behind me and I was like, oh, no water. <clears throat> oh, you said water with a T or water with a Water, water. That's how you say water? it in North Carolina, water. Water? I need a water. <laughs> All right. In other science news, uh, Mr. Jesse, they found... A ancient Canaanite statue dating back 4,500 years to the late Bronze Age. And of course, Jesse, it has to be aliens. Because <laughs> everything is aliens, you know. But no, really, for, for serious. A farmer discovered the stone statue of an ancient Canaanite goddess in Gaza Strip dating back to that Bronze Age. And it's going to be on display in different museums. It's only 8.7 inches tall, um, but it's very intact. And um, if you see it, it looks pretty damn cool. Um, I really I really think finding things like this just, it does show you that there was a whole world and so many lives before we were ever here worrying about our silly little things and our silly little problems. Yeah, so you apparently know. The, the head is of war goddess Anats. From the Canaanite tribe, I believe. Yeah, it dates back 4,500 years. Oh, is that from like Cain and Abel? Like Canaanites? Are they from like, did they descend from Cain? From Cain and Abel? I feel like I heard that somewhere. I don't know. I might be wrong. Bad. Give out bad, bad information. <laughs> All right, let's get into some word on politics news. Mr. Jesse, we're going to wrap it up.
boy, a judge has ruled in Colorado that this congressional candidate cannot go by. Let's go Brandon on his ballot. <laughs> and I actually have a clip because this is silly. I want to play a clip of this. Uh, um, I forgot I had this on here. And I just I love when like the news actually has to like report these stories as fact. One Republican running for Congress in Colorado wants to use a slur against President Joe Biden as his nickname right there on the ballot. State Representative Dave Williams is challenging Congressman Doug Lamborn, who represents Colorado Springs. Williams won the top line on the primary ballot, and now he's filed a lawsuit to get his name printed on the primary ballot as Doug Let's Go Brandon Williams. <laughs> Phrase is, is let not him do a it. particularly clever or subtle way of saying F Joe Biden. According now, is that really what it means? Democratic Does it really mean F. Joe Biden? Rejected the nickname, saying that it was a Jesse. slogan. Yeah, I can hear what you does it really mean? Does it really mean Doug F. Joe Biden? Dave. Uh, yeah, that's uh, what's the reference. Yeah. The candidate has tried to. Huh. That's instead of you know like go Trump or like you know. F, Let's F, go Brandon means F. Biden. I think it's kind of in that in those terms. Yeah. Interesting. Well, in other news, didn't Nancy Pelosi go to Ukraine? She did. She also went with. Uh, Shifty Shift. Oh, Shifty Shift. So Adam Schiff and Pelosi, they all went to visit Ukraine. And wasn't it like the same day that there was like a missile strike only a couple miles from where they were? I mean, I think they've been bombarded by missile strikes, but not... I think you're referring to when the UN was there. Oh, that was with Angelina Jolie. That's right. Yeah. There is almost so much stuff now. It's hard to keep track. And now with this abortion thing and the elections coming up, oh, everybody is going to have to figure out some good messaging because there's just so much confusion this cycle. It's going to be it's going to be interesting. Well, that's good that people are putting it on their radar, going out there and seeing it in person. Um, you know, it's, there's one thing to see something from your TV and there's an, a completely other thing than seeing it and feeling it and hearing from the, the people in their own words what they're experiencing. Yeah, I agree. Um, and we also, we have to talk about these leaked tapes by... Uh, Kevin McCarthy. Um, so this book, I guess there was a book that was coming out and GOP House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy um, was recorded saying quite a few statements that he denied that he ever said. Is that is that correct? That is true. Mm, let's see if we have a couple. Do we have a couple of these? Let me see if I can actually pull it up. Um, because it's, it is interesting to hear these people just blatantly... I mean, I think for, lie. for me is that, yeah, it's a blatant lie that they said that they've never said that or they didn't hold these beliefs about, you know, you know, then President Trump. That, and then you find out on these tapes that they did think he was just as crazy as all of us thought oh, he was God. crazy. And and if you know you said it, I mean, come on. All right. Um, and I'm just impressed at how clear these tapes are. Let's see what we got here. Coming from House GOP leader Kevin McCarthy of California after audio was released as part of a new book from New York Times reporters Jonathan Martin and Alexander Burns, where McCarthy tells fellow Republicans he has had it with President Trump and plans to urge him to resign. Previously, McCarthy and a spokesperson denied the claim, McCarthy saying the reporting was false and wrong. But now the Times reporters have released audio of an alleged exchange reportedly from a January 10th call hosted by Wyoming Congresswoman Liz Cheney, who is now vice chair of the House Select Committee investigating the January 6th attacks. Are you hearing that he might resign? Is there any reason to think that might happen? I've had a few discussions. My gut tells me no. Um, I'm seriously... 
thank him and having that conversation with him tonight. I haven't talked to him. I mean, him there's no need to hear the whole thing, but basically it's all these things he said he didn't say, clearly, very, very clearly. And there's some calls where there's like multiple people, like five or six people talking, and they're throwing out different names, like, I don't know, all those crazy people, Mo Brooks and all those crazy people that were talking at the January 6th march or demonstration before the riot broke out um but it's, it's fascinating more than, it's more than that too it's when he stood up against the democrats when they voted to have donald trump impeached um he was against that when in these tapes it shows that he had the same thought process and beliefs that the democrats had except that he didn't have you know the guts to actually stand up to donald trump and you know face those political repercussions but I assume Donald Trump likes this even better because it's like he's even cowering even more. Like, just it just shows how you know in the pocket they are. Yeah, with Donald Trump, that so funny. they're no longer making their own decisions and, I, and using their mm. best judgment anymore. They will do whatever mm-hmm. you know it takes to bend a knee to Donald Trump. Don't you think that like some of this Trump love still is going to backfire because? There's some there's there's I think there's a good amount of people on the Republican side that are kind of anti-Trump, but they don't want to be they don't want to be Democrat, but they don't like what Trump's doing. But then they're because they see the crazy Republican Trumpers and they're like, oh, no, I don't want to be like them. Don't don't put me in the same box as those people, even though I'm a Republican. I think there's going to be some interesting um, like Donald Trump yesterday. He was trying to give a shout out to J.D. Vance running in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Somebody that he, I think, endorsed, but he called him JD, the other guy's last name. It's also running. Like, Donald Trump doesn't even know who's he endorsing. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. ridiculous. But, um, do you have any desire to see, uh, John, um, uh, Acosta and Marjorie Taylor Greene? No, I'm Marjorie Taylor Greene. I, I know. I'm thinking the same thing. I was like, it, it was funny the first time I saw it, and I was like, all right, I'm done now. She's just so stupid. And it's like, read the tweet. All right, whatever. Um, let's zip through some of this leftover news, Mr. Jesse. All right. It happened on one of them zippity-doo-dah days. Now, that's the kind of day when you can't open your mouth without a song jump right out of it. Zippity-doo-dah, zippity My, oh, my, what a wonder. Well, I'm not sure what the NLRB is, Jesse, but looks like right here it is the National Labor Relations Board. Mm-hmm. Didn't know that existed, but they are suing Starbucks for retaliating against three workers involved in unionizing. And I hear Amazon is doing something similar, um, trying to stop this unionization. Um, tacky, tacky, mm, bad, bad Starbucks and Amazon. But it'll it'll come together eventually, don't you think? Yeah, I, I think after time it definitely will. I mean, uh, unions help build this country with you know providing workers with a living wage to be able to you know, buy a home and, you know, create the middle class that we Mm -hmm. see today. So going up against a union uh, may seem like something that these, you know, Starbucks and Walmart and Amazon are able to do. uh, But they're going to, you know, slowly realize that going against, you know, unionization isn't always, you know, the best bet for them. Mm Mm-hmm. And if you got ground beef in your house, you might want to throw it out. I know we were at the grocery store the other day and I said, no ground beef for a couple of weeks because there is an E. coli breakout across the United States Department of Ag- Agriculture and Food Safety Inspection Services says. Um, e. coli can cause diarrhea, diarrhea, <laughs> diarrhea, <laughs> severe stomach cramps, vomiting, and other symptoms. So throw that ground beef out. You had it. What else we got? Oh. Sean Hannity. So all his texts are coming out too. Like, 
it's not reason even to get into all this stuff because it's just funny to know that it's out there and these people were just apparently Sean Hannity they're saying was basically a secondary um, chief of staff like he that Sean Hannity was basically advising Trump more than his actual chief of staff was so I'm sure this is all going to come out on the investigation so well I think it'll be interesting to wait and see how that actually pans out don't you it may it just shows you that you know when you're reporting news that all this news coming from Fox News is just it's biased that they're only telling you what they what you what they think you want to hear mm-hmm. what they want to tell you they're not actually reporting on information from you know from a from you know a few steps back they're directly in the conversation with the president so they're not going to tell you what's going wrong within the White House or holding anybody accountable because they're actually the ones making the decisions in the White House yeah, oh yeah. It's insider, it's basically insider training. It should be illegal. All right, another news. Airbnb, they're telling their employees, just stay home. We don't want your E. coli. Working from home forever, Airbnb. And doesn't that make sense, right? Like, they're all, it, it's an app on your phone. You would think there's, they're a technology company. Why do you need to have an office? It makes complete sense to me. Yeah. And Disney. Disney, Jesse, they are going to fight back. What do you think is going to happen with that? I think Disney will win. I think Disney has the upper hand. Alarm is driving me crazy. I really think that Disney has so many lawyers and things that they'll be able to figure this out a lot better than the state of Florida, in my opinion. Um, Because they're saying that... Disney basically is saying that the state cannot dissolve what they have in this agreement without paying off said agreement's debts that are quite high. Um doesn't make sense how 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 could you how could you just toss away an agreement that has so many financial repercussions built into it you know yeah yeah but again these are all such long-term stories that are not just going to have an answer today or tomorrow Mm -hmm. and keeping it on the disney lgbtq plus train in italy a top court is ruling that both parents names are going to be assigned to children so everybody in italy is going to be a that got that hyphenated name like i have now mm-hmm. <laughs> i guess that's kind of cool right i mean why not how about jesse some lgbtq news that's what i was just flipping through right now too yes queen yes queen yes queen yeah LGBTQ plus news making headlines. Oh, this the stand clear. There will be glitter. That article. Oh yeah, it's a good article. Yeah. I think you're referring to the uh, Canadian survey that was uh, actually conducted that finally gives us a um, finally gives us a look at transgender people within the population. And this study shows that out of 38.3 million. There is 0.33% of the country that identifies as a different sex than what they were born into. Yeah. Um, and I guess this is the first time that's actually ever been on, a, been on any kind of a survey. So, I mean, it's a small amount of people. I mean, it's not like we thought it was going to be a big amount of people. But, you know, I think you were telling me recently, like, religion. There's rates of religion are all dropping and stuff. So, it's certain things are dropping. Some things are increasing. Ugh. And also... I wouldn't want to get married here, but these two gays made history by getting married in Antarctica, Jesse. Sounds cold. This one guy's wearing a kilt. Shrinkage. So much shrinkage. <laughs> and an unruly passenger has been arrested 
for assaulting a flight attendant and unleashing homophobic slurs. These airplanes, they're not going to take it. They're going to arrest you people. Mm. They should be putting all these people on that no-fly list, shouldn't they, Jesse? Yeah, exactly. And a judge orders a man who defaced LGBT pride mural to write an essay on the pulse shooting. Not an essay. (laughs) (laughs) And Taco Bell in Las Vegas, they are kicking off drag brunch tour here at the Las Vegas Cantina. And I was like, real? Is this real? And there is, Jesse, a news story. Local Las Vegas news story referring to this. So let's see what we got. All right, two things people love are coming together. Drag brunch and Taco Bell. No mild sauce packets for this one. Fire sauce only when Taco Bell kicks off its drag brunch tour. And the first stop is right here in Vegas on May 1st. You can brunch at the Taco Bell Cantina on the Strip with a full drag show. The show will be hosted by drag performer Kay Sedia. There will also be performances right, by local drag I don't even know who people are. And Ter- Do you? And Anetra no. and <laughs> Mirage Mur- Do you know who these people are? No. All right, let's get in some local Las Vegas news. Look out, Las Vegas. Did you hear about this shooting at this hookah bar? Five people shot in a Las Vegas hookah lounge? Yeah, that happened a while Who's ago. Who's shooting up a hookah lounge? Someone that doesn't like someone inside a hookah lounge? Such a, uh, like a relaxing place. Oh, God. And then uh, this Las Vegas basketball star that got a letter from UNC, she was U- shot at a party. USC. USC, sorry. That's University of Southern California, right? Yeah, the Trojans. Yeah. Trojans. Um, I think she's still going to be able to go. They're going to like uh, allow her to recover. Um... But she was like at a party and she was just kind of hanging out and she got, ended up getting shot. Jeez. What's going on with these young kids nowadays, man? Like, I don't know. Also in Las Vegas, we have a magnet school, S-E-C-T-A, rated the top magnet school in the country. So we have oh, some of the... Oh, we got some good news. So we have some of the worst schools in the country and then this one school is like just the best one. Why don't they take those teachers and sprinkle them out some of these crappy schools? Yeah, seriously. <laughs> and a first look at the Palms Casino. They opened up back on Wednesday. We got to go check it out. Yeah, I really want to go. I've never been in the Palms. Yeah, I've never been either. Who runs it now? Isn't it the first Native American it's tribe, right? Sam and Well Gaming Tribe. And they're the first, it's the first Native American-owned casino on the Strip, right? This is correct. Hmm. Well, what's the update on these two sites emerging for the A's ballpark? Yeah, I mean, I haven't really been following up, but apparently from this article, two Las Vegas sites have emerged as favorites for a potential ballpark. One I heard is that the Bally's, um, the owner of the Bally's, they're going to talk about doing something in that area. I mean, that would be a cool area to do it in, but I guess you could do it in that kind of alcove, but all those shops would have to be torn down. But, I mean, what's really there anyway? Nothing useful. True. All right, let's get in some money news, Jesse, because who doesn't like talking about money, especially nowadays, of all this fun inflation? One million, two million, three million, four! Look, my bitches all bad, my niggas all real. I ride and stick in some big tall hills, big fat checks, big large bills. Run out, flip like 10 car wheels, cold ass bitch. I give raw chills, 10 different looks, so my lips all kill. I get some in the mouth, I feel so real. Eat in the car, that's real, so real. We'll do anything! We're down for groups After taking some dudes from behind Money All I really wanna see is the Money 
I don't really need a deal. Well, you definitely need money if you're renting right now, pretty much no matter where you are. Florida, California, North Carolina, Nevada. Like, everywhere is expensive. Um, but some places are doing things about it to help prevent prices from getting any higher. Um, like in San Diego, they're making a eviction ban uh, coming up next month. They're going to put into place different rules where owners can't make unnecessary upgrades or just kick tenants out and then increase the rent by $1,000 and rent it out to someone else with a fresh coat of paint. Because um, that, that's what happens. And it's, it is very predatory. Um, everybody wants to make money, but we have to do it in a way where everybody has a, has a chance at a roof over their head. Don't you agree? Yeah, so I'm kind of reading through this article. So it's not that these tenants are behind on rent. They're, you're not allowing them to kick out if they're up on their rent. Up on their rent, yeah. So what does this mean? They're, like what I just said, like say you're, say you're paying your rent and you're paying your rent just fine. But all of a sudden your landlord comes in and be like, hey, you know, I know your lease is up in two months. We're actually going to um, remodel and uh, it'll be an extra $1,000. Or they just say, hey, you know, we, we've decided we're going to not rent anymore. They take it off rental. They do some upgrades and then they put it back on the market for $1,000 more, the same apartment. Um, that happens a lot. I mean, uh, that's why you have to have things like rent ceilings and certain rules like this where you people just don't have this power to go out and take advantage of people that can't afford a down payment on the house. Like like in San Diego, I knew people that were like five, six dudes living in a house or an apartment so they could all like share the rent because nobody could afford it. Um, it's it's Especially the jobs there are not as good. You know what I mean? It's like, it's a... It's more of a service industry. If you don't work in like the bar industry or something, there's really not much else to do there. Unless you have like a professional kind of job. So uh, Tesla shares, I guess, are going down. Is that is that, is that true? Yeah, so apparently uh, after he you know secured that Twitter deal, uh-huh. Tesla dropped the uh, overall valuation of $125 billion. I'm not sure what they were before, but... It's a lot of money. So because he bought Twitter, is it like he can't handle both things or... Yeah, I don't think it's that. It's image? Just, I think it was an image thing. I've never really been a big fan of Teslas, like, to be honest. Like, I don't know. I think Teslas were kind of like, oh, they, oh they're okay. They just kind of look cheap on the inside. Well, Biden, he's back talking about student loans, Jesse. That's all he does. Is, that's all he does lately. I cannot get this alarm to stop going you need off. To go for some somewhere? Reason. No, it, it, it's telling me to get ready, and it keep. I keep. It's not in my alarms. I swear to God, I go in here and I'm looking. There's not one alarm listed. Not one. You're the king of alarms. But it just keeps going off. I don't know what it's. Seriously, I don't know how to stop it from going Imagine off. Imagine whoever is the king of. Is it like alarms. on my watch or something? And it's like going off. I don't know. Drive me insane though. Well, Biden's gonna figure out a way to get rid of some of these student loan debts because that's. One thing I think he can do, and that'll make some people happy. So uh, so yes to that. Good yes. job, Biden. Get some things done. It's about time. All right, so I want to go into my new little segment for uh, Judge Jesse, okay? I appreciate you coming down here, Mrs. Parr. What's this about? Has Dash done something wrong? Uh, he's a disruptive influence, and he openly mocks me in front of the class. He says... Look, I know it's you. He puts thumbtacks on my stool. You saw him do this? Well, So boys will be boys, but uh, in Connecticut, it looks like a boy took a tennis ball, soaked it in gasoline, and threw it at another boy's face. Um, So we just can't be having that. Um, Little kids do things that are stupid. I played with fire. You know, you play with fireworks. You do things. I remember I threw some sand at this girl. I was, like, under a playground equipment. 
and like I took some sand from the sandbox and just kind of threw it up in the air and it went through the cracks in the wood and got it all in her eyes. I didn't do it intentionally to blind the girl or anything. It was fine. She washed it out. Like, you know, I remember her mom was mad at me and looked at me. I never, we never played together again after that. (laughs) But like you do things that are stupid, but I feel like in this story, it took it to another level where a kid went and like basically created like a little Molotov cocktail out of a tennis ball. Um, and then the six-year-old ended up with burns to his face. And my question to you is, is the kid guilty for, you know, assault? Or is this, does something like this when the kid is so young? I believe the, it was like a 10-year-old versus a six-year-old. So it's like when they're that young, does it just solely fall back on the parent's responsibility on both children, the kid that got injured and the bully, for not watching them, what do you think? I mean, or should he go to jail forever? No, I mean, I think the kid is young, but I mean, this is kind of. I'm looking at the pictures you have up here. This is pretty horrific. Mm-hmm. I mean, this kid that thinks it's okay to light a tennis ball on fire and throw it at someone's face does need some some mental health, and I think this falls on their parents as well. I mean, do I think you know a little eight year old needs to go to prison? No. But do they need a lot of mental health treatment to talk about, you know, their repercussions and their mm-hmm. actions? Yeah, absolutely. Because they're apparently not getting enough good insights at home from their parents if these are the type of choices that they're making. And I would also say if they have access to these kind of dangerous resources, there's not enough oversight going on amongst I mean, these children. There's got to be some, some t- child endangerments where your, your yeah. kid has access to gasoline and a match. I mean, there's there's some type of neglect going on here. So, what's your ruling, Jesse? Guilty on the parents or guilty on the kid? No, I don't. I don't think it's more of a guilty thing. I think it's a matter of there needs to be some some therapy and some really deep dive into counseling. Some, you some say counseling, counseling. but court mandated. Court mandated. I agree. Well, to me, that sounds like guilty. I'll take it. Bernie, don't Bernie me. This little rat is guilty. You and your son can go now, Mrs. Parr. I'm sorry for the trouble. You're letting him go again? He's guilty! You can see it on his smug little face. Guilty! I say guilty! Guilty! Well, thank you, Judge Jesse, for playing along with me. I enjoyed that. Well, back to the South we go. Back to the South and Florida, Jesse. This is this is going to surprise a lot of people, I think. So Florida has become the most, I guess the most least is not really a word. It's the the least least affordable. Florida has become the most expensive, but that's not really how they're wording it. They're saying it's become the most unaffordable, I guess, city in the country. Is that because the relation to what people make versus the expenses, I guess, is what it is? Like your cousin, didn't you say her rent went up like $400 or something out of nowhere? Yeah, and nobody's. I seriously doubt people's wages are going up four hundred dollars out of nowhere, right? Mm-hmm. It's saying here in the article that rents are rising by double digits nationwide and positively ballooning across Florida, fueling a surge of people who are relocated to the state during the pandemic. Florida's population is growing faster than any other state, but Texas, uh, between twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one. But that's also fueled, you know, a lack of housing and affordable housing in florida so it is not cheap to live in florida anymore Mm. that's one of those places that you always thought of as like 
you know, this could be like a backup, right? You know? Yeah. So apparently Miami's typical rent went up a whopping 60% of households' mm. typical income. That is crazy. And that's 45% up in Tampa, 37% in Orlando. Oh my God. And it's, what I mean, what's so great about those places, to be honest? I don't really, I mean, it's warm, but the bugs and the humidity, ugh, gross. All right, somewhere else, it's, somewhere else it's like, you know, a cool place to go that I wouldn't want to live in is Tennessee, Jesse. And this is another, uh, this is another one of those pronoun battles, like, you know, but this is the opposite. Like in Italy, they want to like make kids feel comfortable by making sure they have like the same last name of both their parents. But in, in Tennessee, they're making sure you can't use the uh, pronoun that your kid wants in school. You have to, you know, use their, their birth name or whatever, which I don't know. I'm kind of, I don't know how I feel about some of this stuff. It's, it, it is a huge distraction talking about it, like legalese. But I feel like it's probably an, also a big distraction if you have every week you have a new kid that's in your school and Ashley now wants to be called Andy and you got to remember that he, she's a he now and, you know, it's, you know, it could get complicated, like, and then somebody says the wrong thing. I don't know. I just don't know how I feel about all this. Like, should kids be able to just decide they want to change their gender? Like, I don't, I don't think I don't you're, know. you're making it kind of sound like it's, oh, every, like, every day, like, one kid's changing. Well, we hear about it every day, so yeah, it must be, people because, act like it, but you know. Because it is becoming a hot topic issue, and it's, and every time an issue this happens, it becomes a mainstream issue because. This is usually happening in a Republican state, but it's not happening on yeah. on a on an everyday scale. And it's one of those rare circumstances. And should you should a student who identifies as as a boy or a girl or feels they need to identify as a boy or girl, you know, you know, use the pronouns they're comfortable with? Absolutely. And I mean, and I think it, kids should be feel comfortable in school. That's the part of the thing. Like they ask you, oh, you know, if your name is. Steven, but you like to go by Steve as a nickname. But when you start having to like remember different names and are the actual names from the paperwork. These these teachers have thirty students in their in their classrooms. Every year though. Yeah, every year. And And sometimes they have kids that move around. Like you might see. I'm sorry, if if you don't have the time to 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 deal with your students and learn their names and how their gender wants to be pronounced to make sure they have a safe and comfortable education to where they're comfortable with themselves, um, then maybe you shouldn't be a teacher. Well, a lot of people are saying they don't want to be a teacher because there is a ton of teachers. The numbers are just dwindling like crazy because people don't want to deal with this nonsense. Um, They're just leaving the teaching profession. It's not just this with pronouns. It's the stuff on the other side of banning, banning books and all that stuff too and then then you do have some teachers that are conservative and then they have these problems of kids that want to change genders and all this stuff and they don't like that and yeah but you're making i think it, we should just be teaching yeah, the kids not, about the school you're making it sound so. like oh all of a sudden they just want to change your gender it's not that it's kids dealing with real life issues uh with their identity issues and we need to treat them with respect i just don't think that's a place for their it. process that is where kids spend the most of their days it's not they're not spending most of their days at home with their parents. Uh, they're going home and having dinner, spending a couple a couple hours with their parents. Majority of these students are spending their days in school. I think it should be left to a counselor at the school versus a science teacher or a math teacher. I cannot get this alarm to stop. Um, I don't I don't see why a uh, I don't see why like the English teacher has any reason to be talking to a kid about 
that thing. And I still, I don't, you, you don't talk to kids about religion in schools. I don't understand why you're talking about this anyway. Like, I guess it happens because the kid comes, they want to change. But if a kid just comes one to school the first day and it looks like a boy, but they want to be called a girl and their name is Susie, I don't see how that causes a lot of confusion. But like I said, every week, if these kids are a new kid is coming and changing their gender. Yeah, and who's I've, doing that? Who's making up? Jesse, this, I, I've who's seen making this theoretical seen, conversation up. I've seen a lot of it. I, there are kids nowadays that are younger that I think are getting pushed into like a phase of thinking something they might want to try out. And then yeah, they might just like so. there's kids that put on a cat ears and act like they're cats and stuff nowadays. Like we're talking about nine, 10, 11, 12 year olds, 13 year olds. I'm next not talking about teenagers. Next conversation. I do not agree. Whatever. Fine. We'll wrap it up for the day. How about that? We'll Mr. Jesse. All right. If you stuck it out for the whole show, appreciate it so much. Check us out at doctorwhoever.com. We're going to have that live Facebook video on our Facebook page. You can find that on Facebook. Just search Doctor Whoever. Wrap it up. I take it. Wrap it up. I take it. Well, no more when I shop around. I'm Something funny. Something in real simple, dude. Did you know that um, Bad Bunny is going to be in a new Marvel movie, Jesse? Yeah, I heard about that. He's going to be like a superhero or something, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool. I wonder what superhero he's going to be. Do you? Uh... Uh, I'm not sure, but he is the biggest artist in the world. Is he the biggest artist in the world? He is. Hmm. What's his song? Is this even him? Yep. Oh, that's him dressed as a girl. That's right. Let's see if we can find out what movie it's going to be. What's that? Omerto. I assume it's a superhero. Maybe it's a Mexican superhero or Spanish superhero that I've never heard of. Mm-hmm. Puerto Rican? Who knows? What is he? Is he Puerto Rican? He's Puerto Rican. He's Puerto Rican. The film will be a spinoff of the Spider-Man franchise. Oh, interesting. In which El Muerto is set to attend a wrestling charity event to wrestle Spider-Man and attempt to unmask him. Huh. That sounds interesting. Let's check that out. I know I like Bad Bunny. The stuff he's in is pretty good. Mm-hmm. All right, well, thanks again for sticking out for the whole show. Me and Jesse are going to argue about transgender policy a little bit later. And get on out of here. I got some stuff to do. My alarm keeps going off. Got to go down to the Aria for a dinner. And then it's going to be a busy rest of the week until we get out of the weekend. Right, Mr. Jesse? Yes, sir. I'd appreciate it so much. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Music, Breaker. Help me out here. What else? Google Podcasts. Stitcher, all of it. And always at doctorwhoever.com. All right, later. Peace out. See ya. Bye. They look at me like I'm crazy, but then they know this right here is me. And then I give them the peace. I'm out. Okay. Bye-bye.